0: I want to just say welcome to Elk River Lutheran Church. We are glad that you are here. I'm Pastor Nathan, pastor here at Elk River Lutheran.
2: I'm Lisa Sampson, director of children, youth, and family ministry. Jeremy
0: Halklis, intern pastor. And I'm Taylor Quinn, the director of music ministry and worship. And if you missed it, it is Jeremy's birthday. That's why we have balloons here. And so uh, we already sang to him. So if you want to sing along, happy birthday to Jeremy. You got to go back in the video to listen to. Uh, being still wish him happy birthday in the comments. That's not too late. Uh, but uh, we're excited to be celebrating our future together as a church. And so that's our theme for this morning. Future together. As we think a little bit about what does the future have in store for us. 2020 was quite a year. And I think 2021 also promises to be quite a year uh, with all the joys and reunions of coming back together for more in-person gatherings. Uh, and yet I also think that might prov- provide some challenges as well. So we'll talk about that a little bit this morning. Uh, I want to invite you to join me now uh, in this prayer, a prayer of the day, as we then get ready to hear our scripture reading. I invite you to join me in prayer. Let us pray. God of hope, Fill us with all joy and peace in believing, so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, this time we're going to continue with our scripture reading, which is the story of Abraham. And it's, I think, a great story to ground this conversation as we think about our future together as a church and think about how uh, God's promise of blessing came to Abraham, but that it didn't come uh, just with a free, easy pass to an easy life. It was uh, still some challenges and bumps along the way, and yet the blessing was enormous. And so uh, we have Cale reading our scripture reading here uh, for this morning. And so, uh, Kale take it away.
3: This is a reading from Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 through 9. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I'll make of you a great nation and I'll bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you and the one who curses you I'll curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took his wife, Sarai, and his brother's son, Lot, and all the the possessions that they had gathered, and the persons whom they had acquired in Haran. And they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. When they had came to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place at Shechem, to the oak of Moreh. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring, I'll give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, and there he built an altar to the Lord and invoked the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on by stages toward the Nagab. Here ends the reading.
0: Well, thank you, Cale, for reading for us. And uh, I like seeing your karate belts in the background. That's pretty sweet, too. Uh, (laughs) uh, And so, uh, yeah, thank you for reading, Cale, the story of Abraham and the blessings and challenges that Abraham faced. That's a little bit about uh, of, of what I talk about in this sermon this morning as well. And so that's what we'll hear now, a sermon about our future together. 2020 was quite a year. I want to start by sharing a video clip of us from Saturday, March 14th. This is the staff and I getting ready for our first online worship service the next day, and we were just such newbies. All right, we are recording. Okay. Test. One,
2: two, three. Anything but that.
0: (laughs) So welcome to Elk River Lutheran Church, live church version 1.0. Uh, who wants yep. to go play piano and sing? I
2: don't play piano.
0: <laughs> you can cure I'm up. Someone <laughs> play something. Doo,
2: doo, 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 doo.
0: Oh man, just look at us there. I remember thinking on that day, I hope this online worship thing doesn't last too long because I do not know enough about online broadcasting and everything that goes into it. Well... I've learned. We've all learned. As a staff, we had to learn about online broadcast platforms. We had to learn about audio and video quality. We had to learn about lighting. Oh, the importance of lighting, right? Do you know that sometimes I duct tape my glasses to my head so I can change the angle of the lenses so that the light doesn't reflect off the lenses in a distracting way? Oh, the things we've learned, the things we do, you all have learned too. You've learned to be in the church online, to talk to each other in the comments, and to be church, to record and share videos so that each week we can see and be reminded that we are not alone in this. We've learned how to gather in the parking lot for drive-in church. And in doing so, we celebrated baptisms and confirmations with hoots and hollers and honks. We've proclaimed, what we have learned that the church was never about a building. That what we've said all along is true. That God is loose in the world and present right where you are. That as a church, as families and as friends, God binds us together in ways greater than we could have ever imagined. That we don't all have to be in one room in order to be trusting in God's grace and accepting joyful community, serving God and neighbor. Thank you for your flexibility, for your generosity, for being willing to stick with learning new technologies even when you found yourself yelling not-so-nice words at a computer screen. We've all been there for your willingness to be creative in reimagining how we can live out our mission in new ways thank you for helping me reimagine and expand my ideas of what the church is capable of thank you and well done church I'm excited to dream with you this morning about this coming year and what I think God might be calling us to and I want to do so framed in the story of Abraham this part of the Abraham story that we heard read this morning because here's what I know Even though 2020 is behind us, not all of the challenges of this pandemic are gone. And I think that there are some ways in which 2021 might even be more challenging for us as a church than the previous year. And yet I also even more fervently believe that we will be blessed in this year, richly blessed that God will use Elk River Lutheran Church to be a blessing. This is where Abraham comes in. At this point of his story Abraham is just still called Abram God hasn't changed his name yet that will come later but God speaks to Abraham a blessing (laughs) to Abram I should say here it is go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you and I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. These are beautiful words of blessing and promise. But what I want to highlight is that it's also kind of complicated for Abram. Here's what I mean. The Old Testament was a kinship-based society in ways that are pretty foreign to us. Your sole purpose in life in a kinship-based society was the survival of your kinship group. In ancient Israel, that had four levels. Your kinship group was the people, the kindred. Then there was your tribe, then your clan, and then down to your father's house. Quite literally, three generations living under one roof in a house like the one in the picture here. And your family's reality was grounded in your land. In ancient Israel, your whole life was a commitment to maintaining these things. And then Abram, to be Abraham, is chosen by God. Biblical scholars sometimes call it election, and it's an exciting, future-changing choosing. But there's a catch. Let's look back at these words. Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. God says to Abraham, leave your country, your kindred, your father's house, all of those things that are most familiar and most important to you, leave them behind. God is calling Abraham way out of his comfort zone, leaving his house to live in a tent for a time. And then there's this element that Abram and Sarai, uh, who will become Sarah, they're 70 years old and they have not been able to have kids yet. And so he's being asked to leave everything he knows behind and trust in this impossible miracle and unlikely future. All he has to hang his hat on is the promise of great blessing from God. God says, I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse, and in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. Elk River Lutheran Church, right now, I believe with all my heart that we are like Abraham and Sarah. God has promised to bless us so that we may be a blessing to others, but that blessing is comes with an almost guaranteed time of discomfort and uncertainty, a time when we are all asked and challenged to trust God's promise. For decades, Sarah and Abraham waited to settle in their promised land. For 30 years, they waited for a child to be born. I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like this pandemic's been going on for 30 years. It hasn't quite been that long, but the good news is so much of it is behind us. We've made it a long way. Some of you listening right now are already vaccinated. Others of you are on waiting lists. The end is in sight. But for us as a church, this is anything but an ending. It's a new beginning. In 2021, we'll be able to reopen the church. But rather than thinking about it as a reopening, I want to challenge you to think about it as a relaunching. Many of you remember when Elk River Lutheran Church was first formed and launched just 11 years ago. I've heard so many stories about the excitement and the joy of those early gatherings, the enthusiasm that those founding members had as they just kept telling more and more people about this new church and inviting them in. That's the relaunch energy that I'm excited about. The reality is, rather than just flipping a switch one day and saying, we're back, this late spring and summer will likely see a more gradual return to in-person worship, largely centered outside first before eventually moving back into the building when the time seems right. This transition time will lead to a more of a hybrid form of online and in-person worship, where we learn how to keep, maintain, and grow this online presence while also leaning back into the experience of in-person gatherings. Both are gonna be important. I envision us owning a portable stage that gets quite a workout in 2021, as we look for all kinds of outdoor, in-person, and online broadcast opportunities to continue to be community. Like live outdoor episodes of Sacred Wit and Beer and Hymns, of drive-in worship service with lots of people sitting in lawn chairs and sipping coffee from their travel mugs while they sing loudly. We'll look for ways and opportunities for our young people, families, and folks of all ages to gather outside for social and educational programming. We'll have some really great times this summer, I'm sure of it. We'll also re-engage our downtown community in the farmer's market. Sadly, that probably won't include the bounce house this year, but we'll think of other more easily socially distanced events like the car show or music concerts and entertainment. Of course, I don't know exactly what the virus and new strains are going to bring this year, but I am confident that we'll be able to return indoors with opportunities to reimagine what some of our primary programming looks like. But here's the thing, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I don't know what our worship services are going to look like as we try to meet the needs of people in person and online. I don't know if it'll make sense to keep worship times and styles and everything the exact same as the pre-pandemic. I just don't know. What I do know is that we're gonna be anxious to be together, and so I'm excited to dream of new ways to adapt previous programs and to create new opportunities for us to be together. Some of you know I had a birthday recently. If you didn't know, I turned 39. And so what that means is you have one more year with me as a pastor in my 30s. And after that, I'm turning 40 and I will be old and tired and washed up, right? (laughs) So what you do have, you got this one more year with the energy of a pastor in his 30s. And I can promise you this. I will pour every ounce of that energy into this relaunching and reimagining what God is calling Elk River Lutheran Church to be in this new year and in our second decade as a church. I think this is going to be a joyful, exciting year, but I also think it's going to be a year that's sometimes going to be kind of difficult and exhausting. I'm going to ask you to join me in opening our hearts, our minds, our imaginations to this big and bright future. But I also know that there will be times where we will want to ask. You will ask. I will ask. Well, can't we just do it the way we've always done it? And we could. We could. But I think God's dream and vision for this world and for our church begs something different, something bigger. Abraham and Sarah, they they could have stayed Abram and Sarah, not becoming Abraham and Sarah, but instead living out their sunset years drinking wine on the beach. They could have, but not really. They couldn't because they knew of God's bigger dream and vision for their future. May we likewise be as bold and confident, seeing and following God's dream and vision for us, to be who God has called us to be. Say it with me. Trusting in God's grace and accepting joyful community, serving God and neighbor. Thanks be to God. Amen. All right. Well, we are back, and I appreciate the comment. There is life after forty. That's good news for both Jeremy and I. Uh, So that's good. Taylor and I can attest. We are living proof. We are living proof. It
1: gets better.
2: It gets more seasoned. Yeah, more
1: seasoned, and it gets better with life. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: <laughs> well, good. That's good. Well, I think there is a lot of life in our future for 2021, and that's yeah. a part of what I was you know, excited to be dreaming about and thinking about inviting you into this time of dreaming and thinking about what that might be. It's it's an exciting thing, I think.
1: Yeah. It's exciting to think about what we've learned through this pandemic and bringing it into when we can be together.
2: Yeah. You yeah. know, it was a perfect time to kind of reset and reimagine. Mm-hmm. I was laughing slash smiling at all the comments that have been like, I'm from Texas, or I'm in Florida, yeah. or I'm in Arizona, like thinking back, you know, a year ago, almost, we had such a small audience by comparison, lo- location wise, yeah. and thinking how broad the church has become, yeah. because of this pandemic, and I think that's exciting. <laughs>
1: I and mean, so, we keep preaching that. I mean, we we kept preaching that when we were in person. The church is more than just the building. Right? Yeah. yeah. And boy, have
0: we seen that. You know, right. online has really just kind of provided that for us. Right. Yeah. It used to be, you had to be in Elk River, and not only in Elk River, but at seven twenty nine Main Street in yes. Elk <laughs> River at nine
2: thirty at, at the right
0: time. <laughs> you know. And now, yeah, now the the our idea of church has been expanded. Absolutely. Right.
2: And I love that. I love that we have done a really good job of rising to that challenge and Mm -hmm. i love that we've been able to gather with people outside and continue to do that through 2021 Uh Uh because that's going to be it's going to be fun to i just want winter to be over to be honest (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) we have about four more months
0: Yes. yes oh hey now hey now i'm doing the math you are work. wrong <laughs> wait a minute i planted my garden in march last year so that's I, true i'm, I'm and hoping how that work uh, out again? and lost already flowers, flowers. oh great. okay yeah, <laughs> i did pretty well I seeds that. i planted seeds in March. Yeah. My... <laughs> yeah no i think it is exciting to think about what all this you know coming year might have in store because you know this past year you know there was a lot of joys and celebrations. I mean, we shared some of those joys a couple a couple of weeks ago, and that was really fun to hear people sharing some of their joys. Um, but, you know, the pandemic was not among the joys, right? Like, I mean, right. it just seemed like this yeah. endless, like, the the when it might end just kept getting pushed further and further out. And there's still maybe more of that in our future with variants and all, all these things. But it sure seems like the end is in sight now yeah. more than ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I'm, I'm not a Debbie Downer ever, but the thing that I worry about is getting too excited and we plan things and then have to scale them back. Oh, Just yeah. like sure. last year, that was heartbreaking to have mm-hmm. to plan something and then pull it back. So I'm really hoping that things, we can plan some things and follow
0: through yeah. with them. <laughs> when well, I think outdoors is the perfect example yeah. of like how that doesn't well, always yeah, go the way I'll, we yeah. want.
2: <laughs> then we have nature.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, but I think that's I think that's a part of the the balance. that I was trying to to preach there and that I think we'll need to keep in mind is that Even with this joyful return and being able to have these great outdoor gatherings, I mean, it might be a thunderstorm and then guess what? We're back online, or, you know, and and that'll just be a part of this. It's going to be kind of a bumpy road at times, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though it's going to be super exciting. And I mean, I I just can't wait. It's going to be wonderful, but there are going to be those bumps along the road. And that's where I think the story of Abraham really fits for framing that, because Abraham receives this great blessing. That's Those first four verses are this, you know, you're going to be blessed to be a blessing. It's this wonderful, life-changing blessing for Abraham. But then the next several verses are about how Basically, but not now, <laughs> like, not yet. You know, actually, that land that's promised you—it's not for you yet. And you know, this this house you'll get to build—it's not yet. Uh, actually, leave your house behind. You're gonna live in a tent for a while. Uh, <laughs> your your kids—you're you're gonna have kids. Your descendants greater than the stars. It says in another place in the Bible. And then, but but not yet. <laughs> you know, and and so it's it's all of this like yes, blessing, but not yet. In between time that Abraham lives in for so long. But ultimately, the blessing is fulfilled, and it's, you know, this we, we still are talking about Abraham all these years mm-hmm. later.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's kind of interesting, like, Abraham receives this blessing, and it doesn't change his next steps, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's this awareness, yeah, there's a blessing, which Sarah laughs at, actually. Yeah. Um, but then mm-hmm. they still keep moving forward in faith. There's still this, yep. like, yeah, okay, I believe it. It hasn't happened yet, but yeah, now what? Um, and I think that call to action becomes a really interesting part of blessing. Is it's, it forces us forward rather than sitting there and going, ah, well, the way it always was is really comfortable and I want to stay there. Um, but there's this sort of movement that happens, and I love that. Yeah, blessing is action. Right. Yep. Yeah. How
1: do we – I always – I always, this is always a question of mine, and especially as of late with working with this church is, how do we take this theoretical – this kind of like back-in-history idea of blessing. Adam, uh, uh, Abram and Sarai, they knew the promise that God had for them because they were told by what we hear from the story. What do we do with that now? I mean, I don't think any of us can really say exactly what God is promising us and what the blessing is, but we know that we are and we have one, you know? Yeah. And not only do we think of that as as a group, as a church, as a community, but individually, you know, how do we, how do we apply that to now, you know, when, when it's less theory, more action, you know?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, I think we can see the blessings of scripture as ours, like the Abrahamic blessing, as this is sometimes called, the, the blessing for Abraham is our blessing, that we are blessed by God to be a blessing but there aren't as many specifics right Right. you know and and that's where I think it gets really hard is because sometimes I think well my life will be blessed if this happens this happens and this happens and yet then that's not always how it happens and that's Uh actually Abraham's story too you know like the kids thing is a great example he's told he's going to have all these descendants and so uh it's not happening it's not happening and so they find all kinds of other ways around to try to make it happen Mm -hmm. and um uh and that doesn't turn out great. Uh, and and yet then ultimately that blessing does take shape. But I mean, I think you're right. That's part of the challenge is that we don't always know 100%. Like it's rare that we would have this voice from heaven say, mm-hmm. you know, here's exactly what to expect, mm-hmm. which Abraham gets at to a point. His is still pretty vague as well, though, mm-hmm. but it's a little more specific than I feel like, you know, a lot of times we get. And that's, that's, that's a challenge.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's important that we remember blessing is unconditional and it's for all of us and it's a matter of just us finding it and, and kind of finding that answer like you would like if you would go to encyclopedia or google to find yeah. an answer for something <laughs> yeah. it's there you just have to look for it
0: yeah. and then think, live into it
1: and live into it mm-hmm. and you put action to it of course yeah
0: no exactly yeah because then you know it, you know it's blessed to be a blessing you know like we kind of you know sometimes joke about being hashtag blessed but which is like this st- state of being for me but it's not necessarily an action for others and that's this is blessed to be a blessing and that's so core to our understanding of blessings and faith in the bible is that we love others because god first loved us i mean that's mm-hmm. that's kind of lutheranism 101 you mm-hmm. know um that's grace and uh, and it's a call to faith to, to live out the faith and, you know, I think it's easy to feel blessed. I was joking with Taylor about having his big caribou coffee uh, this morning. <laughs> like, he's blessed. But, you know, it feels like less of a blessing when you spill it on your car seat, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, all this and yet, you know, Abraham is blessed in this story. And that blessing is just as real when he's wandering around living in a tent as he's waiting for his child to be born as it is when those promises have been fulfilled that, mm-hmm. that, that the blessing remains and I think that's hard for us to always hold on to when we're going through something tough That mm-hmm.
1: okay. you are still favored that you are still favorite and yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's crazy like the more the conversations I've had with people around the history of Elk River Lutheran The more it felt like the early days or what are we doing how is this going to be will we be a church next year yeah and now look at 11 years later Hmm. how much this church has grown and continued to kind of stretch its norms yeah pandemic Mm -hmm. being part of this but it's really sort of pushed the the envelope as far as the love of God the way we reach out to community the heart of the people and what God has called this community to be specifically here. And I think that's that's where the blessing comes is not getting yeah. lost in the early days. Yeah. But saying, where is God still pushing us to be in the future? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, one of the verses I, I thought I'd share here because it really ties in to just faith in general, which I think is what we really need in order to get there. Um, When Paul starts talking about faith and encouraging people to believe and trust in the promises of God and uh, of Jesus, in Romans two, he hearkens back to Abraham and to this whole kind of part of Abraham's life. He says, "'For if Abraham was justified by works, "'he had something to boast about, but not before God. "'For what does the scripture say? abraham believed god and it was reckoned to him as righteousness now to the one who works wages are not reckoned as a gift but as something due And, you know, I think that just goes to show, like, Abraham didn't do anything to earn God's blessing. And Abraham didn't, you know, do anything to make that blessing come true. Like, he tried a few times, and it didn't work out. Like, ultimately, it was his faith that just trusting that God would be faithful and it would be fulfilled is what got him there. Um, And, you know, I think that's a beautiful way to think about life and faith and the, the promises that God bestows on God's people. So get ready for a crazy year, folks. <laughs> like, I think it's going to be really one that is just full of so much joy and just these wonderful reunions and being together. Uh, but also, you know, is going to require a lot of flexibility and creativity and imagination as far as what do those gatherings look like? Mm-hmm. It, you know, and that'll be a moving target. And uh, And yet, you know, God is faithful. And so we yeah. can trust that. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. It'll be all right. There'll be bumps along the road, but the blessing is, the blessing remains whether mm-hmm. that, uh, that we're in a, a bump in the road or not. Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh thinking our first,
2: our very first Saturday when we were here and yeah. I think all three of us sitting at the table were like, how do we do this? There's yeah. No way. Like, I mean, there was a lot of language of, of doubt and fear and yeah. anxiousness. And uh-huh. yet there was still like, I don't know, but we're going to try. Yeah. And I think that's where where God has continued to
0: show up is let's just try it, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So uh let's work together and find these blessings, uh celebrate these blessings and then share them because we are blessed to be a blessing. Thanks be to God. Amen. You Amen. <laughs> bet, you yeah. bet.
1: don't take fame but it might just save your life to be powered by love